Hello and welcome. I am Nick. This is Nick Flanagan. Weekly NFW. I am that Nick from the title. Uh, thank you for listening to uh, episodes in the past, and thank you for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. This is, as you may know, a podcast where I tell you the things I've been thinking of. And before there was a lockdown of sorts where I would tell you what was happening on my journeys outside during the day, the frustrations, the triumphs, the uh, used video game purchasing from private sellers, all of this is out the window now. And I just have to tell you what I'm experiencing on my paranoid walks with a dog driving around the city of the greater Toronto area and just regular thoughts. You know, I mean, I'm still living a life. It's just a bit smaller than I'm used to. Uh, what have I been doing? Let me tell you. I've been watching period pieces lately. Everyone's watching movies. I hope you are. They're a wonderful escape. And I've been watching period pieces. Elizabeth. Um, before this all happened, I watched that one about the two... Uh, the painter and the noble woman falling in love. I don't remember what that was called. It was, I believe it was French, maybe. And uh, I, I watched, uh, what did we watch the other day? Uh, Little Women. And then just recently we watched another thing that was that, that type of stuff. And let me tell you, it's all fine. But it, the part I like the best is the distance people keep from each other. Oh, yeah, we watched The Age of Innocence. That was the other one we watched. Really underrated movie. I, uh, I This is the second time I watched it. I didn't really remember the first one. It's very dull in a lot of ways. But then there's something about the story that is just really interesting. And uh, it's a very specific Martin Scorsese movie. He hasn't done that many movies uh well, he, later on he did Gangs of New York, which is not that different of a time frame, maybe like 20 years or something, but it's a very different New York than is presented in Age of Innocence, which when I was a kid or young, I was like, oh, I don't want to see this. It's a British movie. Daniel Day-Lewis, that's a British man. Then I watch it. It's set in New York. What do they call it? The Mandala effect, where you think something is one thing and then it's not I guess that's what happened there so everyone's physically distanced in these films they stand away from each other they bow they cough into a kerchief that then they then wash or burn it's all very instructive to our situation today is a little weird I'm like crunched down I'm a bit fatigued I don't feel that rush of energy that rush of joy that I sometimes feel when I hit the record button. But already talking and knowing someone is listening to this is just making me feel super. Just superb. America is reopening to some extent. What do you think of that? And I guess Europe is too. They're easing certain restrictions, allowing certain businesses to open. I am a paranoid person. But I also kind of don't have any idea of how to what to make of any of this 
information that's constantly being thrown at us when we read it like what medicine every day there's a new medicine that might work every day someone is saying if we do this it'll be better all I know is that someone at some point two uh, like 19 days ago said in America said that uh, you know they were keep everyone's doing a great job it's probably only gonna be 60,000 dead in America it's 60,000 dead today 19 days later after this person said that so I don't really understand why they're sort of rushing to reopen the economy but uh, you do you and I'm in a very privileged position I understand that you know Canada has a decent income supplement going on uh, I'm not in any kind of terrible domestic situation that I'm trapped in there's an animal here this is the best case scenario healthcare is free uh, I have a car access to a car let's just say I don't own the car and uh, so for me to just stay in for the next two years is just as long as they keep giving me that money every month I'm fine with it but not everybody is in that position so I understand the urge the need to go back to our jobs but here's what I'm saying given this circumstance can't we just do new types of jobs that involve being at home and like being on the internet or counting so they mail you a jar of things to inventory and you just inventory them and then send it back if you're someone who is counting items I don't know I'm just trying to say we're a smart society can't we find productive things to do under the circumstances that someone will pay us for I don't know instead of just going back to your job at the uh, place that nobody's gonna go to I mean I have friends who are out of work for sure until 2021 I have a lot of friends who are comedians who are just like if unless there's a pay scale figured out for zoom comedy shows I don't I don't know how they're gonna survive without uh, touring and if they do tour who's going to a tour right now these are all the questions everyone's thinking uh, I wish everyone I wish them all the best I hope all these I don't have Ill, Ill will towards these areas that are opening up I just really hope they know what they're doing I don't I don't understand and uh, I miss being mad at people on the street if you listen to old episodes you'll know that just my regular day-to-day -day strolls around the city of Toronto would often result in frustration being from here I feel that sense of ownership that ability nay that right to judge all these fools on all of their tinny headphone sounds coming out of their ear puds on the on the subway or drivers being careless or uh, rude customers I don't know now it's like there are no customers I'm not seeing anyone be rude I'm seeing a lot of people not know how to keep a distance from other people and it's just harder there's less interactions so it's harder for me to be angry at other humans and that's a tough spot to be in because once you can't blame other people you gotta blame yourself so I'm blaming myself if I don't wake up and snap a podcast out I'm blaming myself if I don't 
perfectly make that pasta, pasta, whatever it's called, however it's pronounced. And of course, I am going out a bit more. And right now, what I'm judging is you go out and you're like, there's so many people outside. Don't they know they should stay inside? Isn't that what they should know to do? And then why are those people playing Frisbee out there? I talked to my friend Mike. That episode's coming out soon, and he drives some Uber, and he was just talking about that most of the time it's just frontline workers and people with groceries who he's driving around in Uber, but there's a couple people he was like, what is this all about? Part of me is obsessed with the idea is like, are there secret parties happening right now? I mean, I know in New York there was some sort of Orthodox Jewish funeral and a hundred people showed up for that, but like, is there a rave in town and what's the password? I want to be an undercover cop who goes to that rave and does a arrest on all of those irresponsible people. Then there's this argument about the economy opening up. A bunch of people were mad at that guy Ben Shapiro today on Twitter. And it was like, I guess he said something where he was sort of saying that, you know, is it worth it if to you know keep the economy closed if if an, a person is dying at the sort of point in their average life expectancy the US if they that that they would die anyway which i think is not good uh, logic even though he's a person using that logic who's who says he uses logic but more than anything else i'm just i don't want to hear this guy's name anymore don't say it to me. You might not know who he is. You might know who he is. But he's someone who's been propped up. You know, I feel like it's actually the people on the other ideological side from him who keep getting mad at the pretty uninformed or like half-formed ideas he talks about. Reactive ideas at the very least. Uh, and then he gets to be more well-known and rebut. You know? And the... The question, the the thing is, he's not really a person with expertise in this type of thing. He has his wife, I guess, who's a doctor. Right now, we're at a point where no one's an expert, and they all have opinions. And I am adding to that pile. I understand, but really, don't you think I have an honorary PhD in uh, cool takes, and that kind of gives me the reality, the the right to talk because you all know my take is going to be just super cool and snappy. I think so. But yeah, uh, I'm starting to think disagreeing with people and highlighting that as citizens hasn't really gotten us anywhere. It's like facts don't care about your feelings. That's his big saying. But activism doesn't care about your opinion while sitting down. Does that make any sense? Just do the thing you want to do to change the thing instead of saying, yeah, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that this happened. You know, what are you doing? Trying to rally other people to fight your battle for you? Fight the battle yourself. When I was bullied by Charles Garthwin in the third grade, name changed for legal reasons. I didn't go hire somebody to beat him up behind the school. I just didn't beat him up. And I felt bad for the rest of my life. Do that.
do that. Uh, but yeah, so it's good to know that even though I was mad at people before for how they're behaving, that I can still kind of transfer that anger into this very finger-wagging scold. What are you doing? You don't have a dog. Why are you outside? Oh my god. Why are you using the debit machine with your tongue? I gotta use that in a second. That's not a face mask. That's an animal pelt. With an, and the nose is cut out so it doesn't even cover your nose. You're just wearing a sheepskin beard with a hole where the nose is. This is not going to protect you from any germs. And most likely you'll get sheep flu from this. If only sheeps could fly. Listen to some MF Doom if you want. He's really been killing it for me lately. That's been a good musical thing. MF Doom. Really just the greatest lyrics. Hit it up. Hit up Mad Villain. Hit up Doom's Operation Doomsday or Mmm Food. Any of his classic records. You will not be disappointed. You probably like MF Doom. He's as good as you remember. Go hit up that MF Doom. That's my musical musical um, recommendation. You know. You know. Do you know? I know. Who knows? I know. I miss codependence. Codependence, it's just not the same when you're telling people your problems without letting them talk over Zoom as meeting them at a coffee shop and telling them your problems without listening to their uh, suggestions or their problems. It's just not the same without that feeling their heart sink and their t teeth grit right in front of you. You can't hear teeth grit on Zoom unless you have a very good microphone. Who's Who's you been Zooming? Let me know your favorite Zoom experience so far. Write weeklypodcast at gmail.com W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com Tomorrow I'm going to be participating in something at 8 p.m. Pacific which I think is 11 p.m. Eastern so it's very late for me and uh, it's going to be live streaming at youtube.com Avail Comedy. Look up that account. And it's going to be called The Green Room, basically. it's When we did those live script reads, all these comedians are so funny. Ryan Singer, Chris Fairbanks, Megan Keister, Phoebe Bottoms, Gareth Reynolds from the Dollop podcast. Uh, I, I mean, James Fritz. There's just so many. And we had so many laughs in the half hour or so that we were waiting to do this thing waiting to do the script read so there's been a decision for us to just hang out and do that laughs part so tomorrow I'm going to be part of a massive zoom involving a lot of people and hopefully that is awesome and if you're free you should watch it and if you can't watch it just go to the Avail Comedy YouTube account and watch it thereafter. We've also got the Zo the Goonies live read that I did I was part of um, That's also up there so you can watch that if you want And I'm tired. I want to make some food. So I'm gonna go I think you're wonderful
Uh, I hope you're feeling wonderful. I hope your family is safe, that you're safe. I hope that you listen to a lot of MF Doom and that you just hang tight. There's in Ontario right now, there's the lowest case number since April 7th. Canada's doing okay in the US. I know a lot of places are doing their best. And I bought, I got a lot of video games. I want a game with you. Mr. Mr. Jicky Boy on PSN. For all my PlayStation heads, you know what I'm talking about. Let's have a game of uh, Super Street Fighter 4 together. I will be very beatable. You will win and it will help your self-esteem. Self-esteem is very important right now. Tomorrow I'm picking up a ball chair. The ergonomic exercise ball slash chair. I will let you know if it is worth getting. And then I will maybe get a very profitable chair sponsorship. May you be sponsored by a chair for the rest of your life. Bye. Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Nick. Flanagan Weekly.